I can definitely understand how fickle Snowflake men were insulted by this movie. Uh huh. Okay. Hundred percent. At a point, I started feeling offended, and I started doing that shit. If I'm just being one hundred percent honest with y'all, yeah, right? give us the truth. I started man. doing that shit where I was like, "Well, that's not all, man." Kenobi. I'm not a monster. Welcome to Films Black and White, everybody. How are you all feeling? It is a fantastic, a marvelous, if you will, Monday Amazing. to be with y'all. We Amazing. are so excited to don our pink apparel or our fuzzy overcoats, if you will, and hopefully not a fuzzy overcoat. Uh, we'll certainly see. not going to ride a horse in here. And talk about uh, Greta Gerwig's uh, Barbie. Uh, that's what we're talking about today. Just as a quick reminder to folks who are uh, avid listeners, avid watchers, we are going to be taking the next two weeks off. So we'll hopefully leave you with a real juicy episode uh, before we go on hiatus. If you're a member of the Patty family, Word. you got two bonus episodes coming yep. your way. So yep. you don't even yeah. need to fucking worry about it yeah. because don't worry, fam. We got you. Like, yeah, that's how this works. We thought, it, we thought it hit yeah, with that yeah. one. Yeah, we tried. We absolutely did. So that's yep. what we're going to do. But in order to do this well, in order to get into all of it, I got to welcome the crew uh, and, and and talk about all of it. So I'm going to kick it on over to uh, Brian Roush, a.k.a. Mojo Dojo Casa Podcast. <laughs> Brian, how you feeling? I, I'm feeling great to be here. I'm super stoked to talk about this movie. I'm very excited to be with my guys and talk about movies. And it, 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 like, it's just, it's a good vibe. It's a good vibe. I also know this is a friendly place where I can say I had early dinner tonight, like 5 p.m. I had 5 p.m. dinner. Usually don't, usually don't do that. And I just, I know you all will understand the pain and annoyance of eating dinner at five o'clock and then like straight up at like nine 30, 10, you're like, well, I got to have second dinner. Look you at Doug. Look at Doug. <laughs> What's up, yes, Doug? Doug. You in the hoodie. <laughs> um, if I can confess, I routinely eat dinner at five 30. Do you, like, do you? Routinely. Okay. Wow. Like, okay. It's okay. our schedule that if sure. I don't have dinner ready by five 45, bring some, never mind. <laughs> no, no, no. That's, that's, uh, I'm okay, guys. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay, guys. Okay, um, good. All right. I, I, everybody, I'm okay. Um, <laughs> no, I just start to get really hangry. Mm. Oh, okay. Cause I don't, I, I don't, okay. I don't usually, I don't usually, uh, like I'm very, who is that? Who is that? <laughs> Doug's fan? I don't who know. Chat? Who, who is that? Yeah. <laughs> why people are just coming out of the, why did a big group? Out of the I don't know. This is great. I don't know. Great. I don't know how to deal with it. I don't know what to do with it. So I'm just going to drink a little sip of my tequila and well, try to move like, on. I'll, what I'm going to tell you is that like, I do have to, like when it's me in charge of dinner, I, I like five 45 is like yeah. as much as the kids can it's go good to see you too, Susan. Oh, yeah, thanks for joining us. Yeah. It's, it's, we like to make sure that people are fed, especially kids. Cause Harper walks in the door and Harper's yeah. like, what'd you make me for dinner? 
not hey dad, not I love you dad. It's, right. What'd you make me for dinner? Yeah, that fits like, Harper's logo, though. Go. So, yeah, it does. That makes sense. I mean, yeah. yeah really. Like I like to. I prefer to eat later. Um, oh, Doug's this, fan this in the chat. This person this... doesn't. That that person does not know me in any capacity Great. whatsoever. Well, I love um... that. I love that. I love people finding the pod. Anyway, well, I'm gonna have dinner after the podcast. I'm gonna have dinner. I'm again. excited. That's What's your what second it, you know? dinner gonna be, Brian? Honestly, it's probably going to be like adult charcuterie, which is basically oh, like I'm going to probably find some pepperoni and some Ritz crackers and some pepper jack cheese. That's probably what's going to end up that's happening. Not bad. Uh, oh, that's not bad. Yeah. I like that, I like that then, a lot. Yeah. I don't dictate. I feel like, OK, so I'm the type of person like I get breakfast every morning. Got to have breakfast. I yeah, love breakfast. Yeah. So I can have one meal. It's going to be breakfast. Preferably yep. yeah, a hot breakfast, not, mm -hmm. not, not yep. like mm -hmm. cereal Same or anything. Way. Right. So mm -hmm. but unfortunately like when i get to work i don't have time to eat my breakfast so sitting right to the right of me is my breakfast burrito from einstein's that i never got the chance to eat today because no. it's the worst work just like got right to it at work and was didn't have enough time to eat but like breakfast is my go-to yeah i usually skip over lunch or will work through lunch and mm -hmm. then when i get home i have to kind of make myself eat also because of my adderall it's a, a appetite suppressant so oh, i have sure. to make myself oh eat. got it Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, that's a, I mean, that's a great transition. Marcus uh, J. Desson, AK. Oh, no. I'm the villain. Uh, how are you doing, sir? Oh, it's me. I'm the bad guy. Um, uh, quoting Billie Eilish. It's me. I'm here. You know what it is. Live and in living color. Ready to pod with my guys. I had an experience watching Barbie. Had a great day today. Ooh. Really cool, chill day. Shout out to my student who emailed me the link to um, get some Lightning McQueen Crocs. Um, just I'm, I'm sorry. One of my really? students was looking out for me and wanted me to get the new Lightning McQueen You're... Crocs, but you got to get on a wait list in order to, you know, you no. know be added and, and to get choice. them. So wow. they, they, uh, they thought I would look good in Crocs. Okay. Be this is another caution. Be careful getting products that are not those products, but look like other products. So, like, just it's a whole deep, dark rabbit hole you don't want to go down. I'm going to leave it at that. Brian knows what I'm talking about. He knows what ended up in his. He knows what his algorithm was doing to him. Brian oh, knows. Oh, God. Hey, so is that like, the thing that you sent him that one time? Yeah, we're just yeah. going to leave oh, it. Just don't. God. We just okay, leave it, make yeah. it vague. Yeah, don't send me uh, that like, shit. Yeah, I need no, to. I did find a way careful. to refresh your algorithm on TikTok, though. I thought. That really? Was a TikTok video, there's a way in your settings that you can refresh or restart your for you page. Oh, yeah, it's really it's really interesting. So if y'all want that, come hit me up. I hit it up for the low, be in the Patreon for the twenty dollar tier. <laughs> I've, been, I, I, I've been TikTok sober for eight months now. How does so, it feel? To be honest, I don't miss it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't miss it. I don't, I don't even. It. I I'd be forgetting to post on our own TikTok page. Yeah. But I tell you what, X is about to be gone if they are about to uh, start charging. Elon talking about he about to start charging for it. So I, I, I read that right before I got on the podcast, and I just I like looked at my phone and I was like, yeah, he would. Like, we'll just yes, he, it, would do that. You know? yeah, he would. Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doug, businessman. Doug, more like Alan Wagner. Talk to us. How yeah. you feeling, man? Yeah. I feel, I feel real good. Uh, I had some challenging parental situation take place shortly before this, but you know oh, what? Man, learning, growing, getting hey. better. It oh, is man. what it is. It's consequences are hard for young people to understand. And so, but it's important that they try. And so, um, so yeah, had that, 
Had a good weekend. Again, continued our deep clean. Did the upper level. Oh, oh wow. Right. So cleaned, right. All, cleaned all of the bedrooms, the bathroom, the living room, the kitchen, top to bottom, wow. cleaned all of it. And mm. so that is what we have because this time next week, I will be packing a suitcase to fly to Hawaii. So that oh, is why that's we're so taking nice. some time off. Uh, so yeah. Jet plane. I am trying to cultivate I'm trying to feel Marcus's energy because I'm trying to create a playlist <laughs> specifically for the four of us that will be in Hawaii to kind, kind of, of like playlist? get us through like an I an island vibes playlist, oh. Marcus. That's oh. what I'm trying to cultivate. Yeah, which I can is help you make the other songs, playlist if you need that so, one. Songs I can curate that playlist too. I'm good at that <laughs> which, I got a lot of shit in the tuck for that one. Which, which, which? The which, uh, the personal private playlist for the for oh the no yeah no that's yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. too much of a distraction yeah, yeah. um I got oh, see, I have, now to have, have a okay now I have, I have an interesting have question deep, but I, I don't know if I can focus. exit on this podcast but uh, yeah for sure um but yeah I'm trying to cultivate like a driving around the island tropical vibes playlist oh okay <laughs> yeah don't, that's the thing don't that I'm just don't smash some cans together again and make it messy make it a TikTok dude well. Sometimes you gotta, you. you gotta, you gotta, you gotta. That was the wrestler's the TikTok that he did. That was yeah. the oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to say like any, probably anything Jimmy Buffett. And then mm-hmm. I'd say the uh, age of pleasure piece. from Janelle yep. Monet. Like that's Ooh. good. Okay. Uh, the is, child what, playlist, what playlist is this, Brian, that you put together? This is like the Hawaii Cult- vibes. Uh-huh. Like, okay. This is all Hawaii vibes. Okay. And then I'd also probably put on those two summer songs that Childish Gambino did. This oh, is yeah. the start. It feels like summer. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'd probably yeah, do no. that. You guys, you guys are helping me out. I'm gonna do all I, of this hey, later. I, I got you, excited. man. I want mm-hmm. you to. I want you to. I want to set the tone for you to have a good time. I'm very excited. Yeah, yeah that's too, what we, the other playlist. Well, that's <laughs> look. Like I said, I need deep focus. If, if if I'm thinking about the music, it's this is not all coming together. Late. Okay, real quick, too just late. we don't have to dive too deep into this. Don't answer if you don't feel comfortable. Music or no music? No music, absolutely not. Okay. Uh. I think I know what we're talking about. Just don't we, go any further. Just no. Yeah, just answer, just answer the you question. Know, you know. Just don't Brian, say it. You know. You know. Just answer the question, right? <laughs> music. A hundred percent. Yeah, music for sure. Okay. I, I, All right. I, 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 that's fine. I respect not, that. I respect not to that. the rhythm, just for the vibe. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, yeah. yeah. See, That's I would be trying. Yeah, I see, Doug. I do see the issue in that because of how how much I love music. It's easy to catch the rhythm, but I'm strictly here just to set the tone. Yeah, my yeah. my problem would be I'd be there to catch the rhythm, and I'd be like, "Ooh, I'm over this song. I gotta go change it." Like, there's uh, either, yeah. like my yeah. I have music. Go, I have music. Oh. AD, I you'll have go, music. You'll, ADD. You do this. You go. <laughs> all right all right let's move on let this is this is 90 minute monster behavior 10 minutes in we're gonna we don't, be off for two weeks we, i want to give the people what they're asking for which is uh i want to we're gonna have to do maybe it's just for the patreon maybe it's an all 90 minute monster episode oh, like it's 30 God, uh, God. Be so ni- ni- 90 minute monster like, in 30 minutes or less never like, gonna let's be released just, just for the patreon <laughs> just for the like, mind mapping that it would just be this like infinite spider web of just like we're talking about batman now we're talking about spider-man did you know about bob Iger's shower like it's just gonna be everywhere that's all what it's gonna be um but y'all uh so that's what i got so that's what we're doing we're all we're still prepping for that we're glad you're but gentlemen yeah i'm very happy to be here but gentlemen we need to play a game and we Mm -hmm. need to play our weekly game of catch that quotable catch that quotable 
Silky Sounds, Marcus J. Uh, gentlemen, are you ready for this week's quote? Hit me. Hit me. Y'all ever look at yourselves and be like, God damn, I'm handsome. <laughs> Just like, fuck. Like, God damn. Go ahead with your quote. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, all right. I just um, the light just hit me in a in a way. Yeah, you like, were just like, my back like, is beautiful. Okay. Baby. Look, yeah, you, you should right. feel yourself. Thank you, Brian. That's yeah, good. Yeah. Not yeah. now, because we're not right now. <laughs> it's a vibe. Uh, you should that's feel a vibe. That's a different vibe. Uh, that's a different episode. <laughs> I'm going to um, beat you all right, back here we go. Here we go. <laughs> all right. All right. Here we go. All right. Here we go. Person one, Mister Gray. What you do is not magic. It's monkey porn. Person two, I understand. It's natural for a dying leaf to be frightened by the autumn wind. Mr. Gray. Can you read it again? I'm sorry. Yep, indeed. Person one, Mr. Gray, what you do is not magic. It's monkey porn. Person two, I understand it's natural for a dying leaf to be frightened by the autumn wind. I mean, okay. This is somebody insulting. There, what is that movie with the um, God with Jim Carrey? He plays a magician, and then Steve Carell plays a magician, and there are two magicians going back and forth. I just saw a TikTok about it. Oh, right. Bert, what is that? Burt Wonderstone? Oh, maybe yes. I, I maybe, actually yes, that might be Burt Wonderstone. But I that was the only thing that, that I can come to. Don't like, ask me how I know that. I have not seen that movie either. I just I didn't even know that existed. Yeah, man. It's it, it, Jim Carrey plays like a Chris Angel kind of character. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's uh, weird. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what this is. Clearly, he's have... insulting a um. He's insulting somebody with the wind leaf thing. I mean, right? It sounds like new technology, and then someone's like, "This isn't new technology. It's just right. like a flash in the pan." And the other person's like, "You're gonna be left behind, old man." But I like it apply to anything. Well, you yeah. said Mr. Gray. I went automatically to um, what's the sex movie? I'm sorry. Oh, 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 oh Fifty Shades, Shades of Gray. Fifty Shades of Gray. <laughs> yeah, I see what you did. I see what you did. Yeah, I see how you got there. I'm gonna go with the magic theme, and I'm gonna go with the Sorcerer's Apprentice, just because I want to stick oh. with this magic vibe. Magic is in there for a reason, um, and I'm going with that. That's what I'm going with. I'm gonna stick with Burt Wonderstone. Whatever, Fifty Shades of Grey. I'm chunking it. I don't. I don't know what this is. That's magic in a different way, Brian. It's it is, yes, it, it is. is the magic Dakota of consent. Magic. Um, the magic of consent. Um, Marcus, Marcus, you got it. This is, is it? incredible. You are Wonderstone. Sh- <laughs> you are shitting me. Are you fucking serious? I'm That's dead serious. Crazy. I'm as serious as a heart attack. That's I you. Just I saw that you 100 got it. A fucking clip on TikTok like yesterday, and that shit was fucking what? Crazy. Wow. Yeah, incredible. you you got it, dude. You got incredible. it. Holy fuck! I mean, I'm in black I'm and impressed. in color. You heard me. I'm wow. not even mad about it. Like that's just Damn. impressive. I'm sure. This, so. this came out in 2013. It was uh, like in theaters for like a day. I don't think it did well at all. It did I, not. <laughs> no, like there's, there's. I, I mean, like it's, it's all the people you know. Steve Buscemi's in here. You got. I mean, you got Olivia Wilde, James Gandolfini, Alan Arkin. Like, I, I've never heard of this movie. You saw it too, Doug. Yep. Somebody's <laughs> trying to whitewash this podcast. I, know and I don't is. appreciate it. That away, Doug. Way to get ten more dollars for charity. You just skipped over the black man and went right and to Doug. Huh? I'm yeah, the one this, that. This I'm is the not, one that caught that. This is not films in white and white. 
there is a very good reason so let's not let's not jump the shark here uh, with the films in white and white plus marcus that's not how this works <laughs> We we are that not, is not, Oreo, yeah. not films are white and white plus the help. It's like all right, well. <laughs> that's not what I signed up for. It is also not. Um, I also want to do a quick shout out to Marcus, not just for the quote, but Marcus had an event on Friday of last week at CC's, oh, yeah. uh, which is downtown Vermilion, where he cultivated a playlist. It was awesome. It was a lot Very of fun. Um, I went there intending to be there for all of 45 minutes, and then cool. for the first time in what felt like six years, I saw Midnight, so that was fun. So, wow. Yeah, yeah there you go. Dope. I appreciate Doug for showing up. I appreciate all my friends for coming out and showing up. It was it got bigger than I was expecting. I was just trying to play music for, you know, just a good crowd of people in a nice space that we have in, in town that is not overrun by underage college college students, but you can just mm. have a good drink and have good food mm-hmm. and stuff. And yeah, it sure. was a really good event. Everybody wants to do it again. So hopefully we'll be able to do it again. That's Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. So thanks, Doug. I appreciate oh, yeah, that. Shout out that. to CC's. You know what I mean? Shout out to CC's for letting me come in there and do that. For sure. Good to have you. Gentlemen, before we dive into Barbie, does anybody yes. have any news that they would like to touch on this week? Uh, oh, actually, I, I, just, I can do. I just, can I just talk about real quick mm-hmm. <clears throat> Colorado Boulder football? Okay. Uh, okay. That College game. Football. Did y'all watch okay. that game? I, I did not. Know. Y'all did not watch that game. Okay. That game <laughs> came on at 10 p.m. at night. Okay. What? It was excessive. It, it was excessive. We were up essentially till 2 a.m. watching college football wow. because they played Colorado State for the rivalry, like the Colorado showdown. Okay. Okay. We all know, I'm sure y'all caught the news cycle of like Deion Sanders versus the other coach, um, Jay Norville. Yeah. They yeah, were I talking back and forth, chipping back and forth, right? Good. Let me tell you how this game went. Okay. Colorado State showed the fuck up. They were not a slouch. Okay, everybody no. thought this was going to be a blowout. Everybody thought that shit was going to be crazy. This is not a sports podcast, but I'm still going to talk not. about the shit I do. Let's do it. Okay. Now, everybody knows I'm bandwagon for CU because I love Dion. Me and Dion, we are okay. like connected by the soul. Like the way that he talk his shit and back that shit up, that is what I aspire to be. Okay. You all are right. the same right. energy. I feel yeah. Thank you, Doug. That is a huge compliment. You are the same energy. I appreciate that. Um, but Dion has been talking his shit. He's been talking to his team, getting them prepped, getting them ready. Colorado State came to play in what was supposed to be like an upset. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they go toe for toe the entire half, two minutes wow. the entire game. Okay. Colorado State is up. CU Boulder was about to lose. I'm giving you the high level. You can go watch that. Yeah, perfect. Shador Sanders is a motherfucking monster. He is a truth. And it's not because of who his daddy's. Uh, who his daddy is or what his daddy name is, okay? Shador Sanders, the quarterback for Colorado, all right, for CU Boulder, is a fucking monster. Two minutes left in the game, he goes on a nine. They ball, ball hits on the kickoff at the two-yard line. He goes on a 98-yard drive and scores and then scores the extra point to tie the fucking game. Jeez. This game went into double overtime with oh Colorado Boulder winning. Wow. After losing Travis Hunter to a dirty hit. Like, wow. This game was, when I tell y'all, this was the peak of Colorado. Like, they, Deion Sanders has people up at fucking 3 a.m. <laughs> watching yeah. two Colorado teams play in the fucking right. Pac 12. Yeah, dude. Right. Yeah. yeah. Incre- wow. It was incredible, was man. Incredible. That's really cool. Wow. Yeah. I saw a lot of hype around it. I think he's also done yeah. a lot of things for like, 
mean, the amount of attention that like Colorado got, I mean, for this game alone, I want to, mm-hmm. there were two people who were present at this game. Tell them. Dwayne the Rock Johnson yep. showed up what? because in why, the, why the fuck not? Because I guess what, what is, what's do. he doing on a Saturday night? Well, Black Adam flopped, so nothing. Um, God and so damn. he <laughs> he also appeared in WrestleMania again. Did he again, really again? Yeah, again he guys, Black Adam did. did not do well. So he he here back. we are. Here we are. People's chance um, And then also. The like also Lil Wayne showed up. He was. Yeah. And so can, he can I there. tell you what the fuck the broadcaster said at the beginning that threw me for a loop? Mind you, this was a black broadcaster, but let me tell you what he said at the beginning. What he said, he All right, we're here for Colorado football. This was, mind you, the Tennessee Florida game is going off as they are fighting at the end of the Tennessee and Florida football. Oh wow. Game. Like physically, yeah. like kerfuffle. Just getting into it. Like about this fight fight. He goes, All right, we're here for the CU game. It's 10 o'clock. And by the way that it looks, it looks like a. Uh, he said it looks like the BET Awards with all of the people who oh, are here I on the sideline. <laughs> and I said, "This motherfucker said the BET. I know it's rappers there, but Master because oh, oh. Master Master P was there. Offset was there. Lil Offset Wayne was, was there. there. Lil Wayne was there. Was there. And he was like, "It just looks like the BET Awards with the amount." And somebody said, "Colorado ain't seen this many black people since I forgot what, but it was hilarious." As hell. Oh my yeah. gosh! But yeah, yeah, Boulder it's is up right, right now, man. Wild as hell. Um, yeah. Don't say that. It, by the way, if anyone's listening yeah. and you're in a position, like, don't don't say that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it's wild. Okay. Um, here's here's what I wanted to talk about. What so, do you want to talk about? A clip got released and then yes. deleted from X today. That was a hint at what we might get from Venom Three. Okay. And it was a fight between Eddie Brock's Venom from the Tom Hardy world of things and versus Topher Grace's Eddie Brock. Yes. Fighting at this point in time. And so it was, it was released. It was up there for like what? Three hours. And then like, not even maybe an hour and like ripped off the internet. So apparently we are going to get for Venom three, potentially a Venom verse movie where we're dealing with multiple symbiotes, multiple venoms. There's probably time travel involved, but this is exactly what we are getting into. Uh, Thoughts on uh, if this is the direction, I just wanted a quick reaction from the two of you of like what this might mean. I don't want it. Marcus, did you see, did you see the video? I saw, I saw, I saw it briefly. I forgot. I was doing something else when you sent it. And then yeah. I opened it and I was like, what is this? I never got a chance to go back and watch it again. Oh, no, you're good. You're good. I mean, I, I watched it. Somebody re-uploaded it and oh, I watched good. it and like I was just like, what, what what am I even watching? Like it kind of felt like somebody used CapCut, like the CapCut <laughs> app to like do this. And I'm not saying like editing this stuff together is easy. Oh, but no. like the way it was like so juddery and so like smash cut y, yeah, that's very, what it felt like. And maybe very. they did it, maybe that was on purpose. Like that was the style. But I was just like, this doesn't feel like a final draft or like this feels like really <laughs> like just kind of all over the place. And then I was like, oh, we're going to have Tom Hardy versus Toe for Grace. Like, is that a thing people want did, no. that I didn't no. know about? Surprisingly, like, no. It was very strange. It's a very strange video. I don't know. Funny enough, 
Topher Grace is the only one from that 70s show that isn't in a fucking shitstorm. He's right the now. only one who's not True. a straight up piece of shit. Well, yeah. Aston Kutcher and Mila Kunis don't seem to be pieces of shit either, but I don't know them well. I mean, <laughs> is there <laughs> news I don't know about Mila Kunis you, and Aston Kutcher? Did you, did you see not, the apology video? Did you not see the apology video? Gentlemen, no. I oh did my not. God. I live my life in a bubble. No, I did not okay. see the apology video. Okay. You know how many oh people God. apologize? This okay. one, no, this one, Tiger Woods's. Yeah, I saw no, that one. No, no, no. This, this is like... a little bit different. <laughs> so, okay, I, I will set this up real quick. Please. So, like, Danny Masterson got convicted, yeah, and he terrible. had a sentencing hearing um, mm -hmm. a few weeks ago, and uh, essentially, he's he's going to jail for like 30, 30 some years easily. And so the judge can take uh, letters. <laughs> Chris Jones in the chat saying the apology video didn't get to Doug's Insta yet. Maybe it's correct. And essentially, it was released or leaked. We're not really sure. But Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis sent letters to the judge being like, hey, like, we know that you're sentencing Danny Masterson. But hey, he showed up to work on time and he was easy to work with. And we know he did these terrible things to these women. They did not. They did. They did. And I'm paraphrasing here, but this is pretty much what the letter said. He's like, he was he was great on set and we know him. So please to take that into he's, account. He's Thanks. Goodbye. And, this, and these are the same people that are chairs on their board that go against um sex traffic i believe it's sex trafficking i think so and something yeah. like they both and they both had to step down from and, their respective yeah, roles yeah man i would i would probably and need to you need to do that Fine. like okay basic, well basically the the apology video which I, I i really encourage you to seek out if you haven't seen it yet is like it's like it's like your kids getting caught is like the best vibe i can describe it as as like okay, okay. so yep, you all that, saw man. this um we're caught or sorry we got caught is kind of like the vibe of it <laughs> and then Mila Kunis talks as like I as as if I'm in trouble and right. it's like no no well, man know, no ma'am you know, I you know I did not he do anything you didn't create the conditions you, you in did which this. I had to support my friend this wouldn't have all happened Right. You're laughing, right. but that's exactly how I mean, it came off. And it's so, oh, it's Christ. just so All out right. of touch. Like, you can tell it's the same PR person that, like, yeah. helps with apology videos. And they both like, look like they just woke up and rolled out of bed, didn't even, yep. like, put clothes on for the damn yep. apology. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> hey, I don't Tover know them. Is, not hey, calling wait, them a Tover, piece of shit, but Tover, Tover Grace is the only one who's not terrible. To Tover Grace <laughs> seems fine. He seems like a fine guy. <laughs> Let's go ahead and just rewind that statement. I will say, granted, uh, I feel like those letters should be more private. I don't know why they get released to the public because I mean, kind of the same thing happened with the Meg Thee Stallion case, right? Of people writing yeah. character witness type letters for well, Tory Lanes, but they didn't think that they would get released. And I don't know what the process yeah. is for that. Yeah, I, I I think it does end up being public eventually. Mm -hmm. I don't think it was supposed to be public immediately yeah, yeah yeah um however that shouldn't influence your decision no to You're do something like that yeah. if, if you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. like so i think it did catch them by surprise because they didn't think it would be really but like somebody somebody, somebody somewhere, somewhere leaked them so yeah. yeah so anyway this is interesting okay uh, well back to the Ven venom stuff yeah, 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 yeah. I, I i personally i don't know how excited i am about it i mean a venom verse stuff could be cool but i only if it's done well and also 
I think I'm more interested. Look, if you're gonna do any type of like crossovery type stuff, I would rather have Tom Holland and Tom Hardy go at it than than those yeah. two. Like that seems it like such seems a more like natural progression. Choice. That seems like I the agree. obvious. This feels like a okay, so we get it. You guys really want Spider Man and Venom to finally fight, and we have really great news. Right. What if what if Topher Grace and, and Tom Hardy fought? And people are like, No, like that. I don't want that. That seems really rough. <laughs> and then they're like, well, can't go back. We already said he was coming. We already told him he could do it. And so, it, sorry, guys. It's I like when you, went, you wanted to go You wanted to go to Disneyland, so they're like, no, see that parking lot? There's a roller coaster there. We know you wanted Disneyland, <laughs> but we got a roller coaster over here that you could hop we on. We know you wanted Disneyland. Yeah. yeah I mean, just, uh, it's real rough. It, I, I don't know. Like, I, we might be reading too much into it. I mean, this could have just been somebody at Sony that's like, well, we got no movies, so how about we just do a smash cut of Tom Hardy versus Topher Grace. And someone's like, that's a great idea. And then they put it up and everyone's like Venom three. And they're like, no, take it down, take it down. That's not nope, what we nope, want. Nope, I don't nope, know. Nope. 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 Everybody hated it. Nope. Everybody. Hated unless it. that it's... was a, unless it was a test run for like, yes. they want to see. Yeah, like if the balloon. audience would have been like, yo, that would have been crazy. Then they would have been like, yeah, no, that's coming soon. Yeah. It's, it has, it has like, ask your mom, if you can stay for dinner, hoping you get a sleepover yeah. energy like, yeah. hey, can Brian stay for dinner? Oh, I don't see why that's a problem. And then you leave and you're like, she said yes to dinner. So she'll fuck. She's going to say yes to a sleepover. Yeah. Like, She's that's what's gonna happen. That's it's already gonna eight o'clock. Well, it's already eight o'clock and we're eating dinner now. Right. No right. way. Like, yeah, uh, except it, with a movie. And that seems just like irresponsible. I would um, agree. I would agree. Yeah. Any other news pieces before we take the trip to Barbie land? Gentlemen? Okay. I mean the strike okay. the strikes the strike's oh. still happening. Like good pay news, people everybody. fairly. <laughs> <laughs> the shower is still up and he has still decided not to pay folks and is still douching his asshole to images of himself daily, twice. There you go. Enjoy that image. The lack of reaction wow. from the both of yeah. you. Yeah. I'm comfortable. Y'all, yeah. I'm comfortable in my own skin. You know? Dwayne Johnson's uh tequila goes down real smooth. And so you have it. I just you have how it. I am. Is that what you're drinking right now? Amazing. I thought that was all mixed water. With, mixed with sparkling water. Oh, like, okay. so good. more of like Excellent. a ranch water type of deal. Yeah. No, I'm not a I'm not a psychopath. Okay. Dwayne, come on. Doug's, the pod. Doug's had a day. <laughs> yep. Um, please bring your bag of weights. We'll have you. Yeah. Uh, let's get into Barbie Land. So let's we do it. Watched Greta Gerwig, Margot Robbie in the fucking smash summer hit mm -hmm. uh, Barbie. And so we're going to talk about it. Marcus, care to give us your barbershop summary? Oh, wow. For Barbie. I'd also like to note that this is the first barbershop Fuck. summary that we've had in weeks and i yeah i was just starting to stop scratching my skin from the withdrawals so i'm very <laughs> excited to get the barbershop summary back oh fuck man okay what had happened was you get welcome to barbie world bitch okay um so you you get the barbie world and the opening montage is this perfectly shot sequence of like how perfect barbie world is okay full barbie there's some kins there too but really it's focused around barbie you have the barbies of all types you have the canceled barbies that they discontinued you also have the real barbies regular barbies and you have our barbie uh the main barbie of the show which is margot robbie plays stereotypical barbie okay she is like the 
with the Barbie that essentially we would all know, blonde, tall Barbie that can be anything. Okay, cool. So Barbie's going, Barbie's going through, singing a song. Everybody's happy. Barbie says randomly, hey, do y'all ever think about death? And every, the record scratches. And they're like, what? She's like, I mean, the death of like not being so Barbie-ish or like whatever the case she said, whatever the hell she said. Like not like, living. Oh, yeah. Of not, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they go back and forth. So they go back and forth and she's like having this moment. You can tell she's having this like existential crisis or internal crisis going on. Boom. They go, um, they have another day, but her day isn't as perfect as it was the first time because something's mm-hmm. clearly going wrong. Okay. She burns her toast. Clothes ain't hitting like they supposed to. Her heels have hit the ground. They're no longer on her tippy toes like all the other Barbies. And she's trying to figure out what the hell is going on. So she got to go see Crazy Barbie. Crazy Barbie is the Barbie that they beat the fuck up that kids play with a little bit too yep. hard. Okay? Smells like basement. So crazy Barbie is always Smells in a split like doing crazy shit. And but Crazy Barbie says, oh, no. What you have going on is there is a there's some type of tear between the worlds of the Barbies and the real world, the human world that we know of. Okay, boom. So they crazy Barbie tell her you gotta go to the real world and find your little girl that's playing with you, okay? And you have to help her or it won't be fixed and the worlds will mesh and you'll start getting cellulite and a bunch of other shit, right? And having an existential crisis. So she's like, Oh no, we don't want cellulite. So they send her on that way. Meanwhile, you got a Ken, right? And Ken is played by Oh, I was about to call him James Ryan Gosling. Jesus Ryan Gosling. Thank you. Handsome motherfucker, Ryan Gosling, yeah, right? He is. <laughs> and so Ryan Gosling is like in love with Barbie, but Barbie does not love him like that. Okay. It's always like Ken needs Barbie. Ken is nothing without Barbie. It's always Barbie and Ken. Okay. So that's how he basically lives his life. He's tired of being ignored. He forces himself on the trip with Barbie and gets introduced to this whole new world, the real world. <clears throat> Barbie mm-hmm. thinks that the world is reflective of Barbie world where women are in power and women are in control. She gets there and realizes they start catcalling her ass and they start doing a whole bunch of like ruthless shit. And she realized like she's feeling emotions all in real time. Mm-hmm. Ken, and on the other hand, um, realizes what it means to be a handsome, pretty motherfucker in the real world that'd be a man in the patriarchy of like oh dudes run shit here because he learns yeah. about horses and men running shit so then he takes all that knowledge back and meanwhile mattel is also after barbie because they realize oh she's broken this 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 the stream of time of time space or whatever is fucking happening so they chasing barbie and all in this process ken takes the patriarchy back to goddamn barbie world okay as he takes him back to barbie world barbie comes back right she gets captured gets but um gets she finds her person brings her person and her kid back to fucking barbie world and they got to figure out how to stop ken and all the kins from taking over and they have now made like the women submissive and forget who they were and they want to go back to the barbie world and the whole movie revolves around them solving this shit and figuring out what it means to be a barbie and what it means to feel and be human well done well said yeah Great yeah. synopsis. Absolutely <clears throat> yeah. loved it. Um, yeah. I want to give us the uh, cast for this particular movie. Let's do it. Now, I'm just going to read off some names. Realize that all of these folks play Barbie. Now, really Oh, my quick, gosh. I have a little girl at home. Harper loves playing with Barbies. And so there are Dr. Barbie and, Be- and Vet Barbie. And so all of these different folks, when they're first introduced – they are introduced as like President Barbie. So I'm going to do my best to remember which version yeah. of Barbie they're playing, but Brian and Marcus may have to help me. So Margot Robbie plays stereotypical Barbie. Mm-hmm. Um, Issa Rae plays President Barbie. Kate McKinnon plays Crazy Barbie, or yeah, they call her Crazy Barbie. Um, and then this is where I, these are some other Barbies. I don't think that they're ever named of what their official yeah. role is. Alexandra Ship plays Barbie. Emma Mackney plays a Barbie. 
Harry Neff plays Dr. Barbie. I remember that one. Yes. Um, and then Sharon Rooney, Anna Cruz Kanye, Ritu Araya play they all play Barbie. Dua Lipa plays Mermaid Barbie. She's like Mermaid Barbie. Yeah. Oh, is that who that is? Yeah. yeah. I didn't understand the reference. That's okay. Um Ken's. Ryan Gosling oh, plays Ken. Simu Liu plays Ken. Kingsley yes. Ben Adir oh, from gosh. Secret Invasion plays uh I, bar- plays Ken. Does. Simu um, Liu is Shang-Chi too. Yeah, yeah that's great. true. John Cena plays Mermaid Ken, John which I think yeah, he is does. fucking hilarious. I, I couldn't um, see him though. It's too bad. Marka M- uh, Michael Sarah plays Alan. Um, and these are some of the other like human characters. So America Ferreira plays Gloria. Rhea Porman plays Ruth. Helen Marion is the narrator, and Will Ferrell plays the Mattel CEO. So that's the overall cast. Look, shout out really quick to Ariana Greenblatt, who plays the daughter of America Ferreira, who was oh, also the young Gamora and was oh, also shit. the young Ahsoka. Oh, shit. Oh, uh, oh right? no. The latest shit. episode of Ahsoka. God damn. Oh, shit. Ariana Greenblatt, if you're listening, you have amazing things ahead of you, and I can't wait for your career to blossom because you're yeah, you're sure. fantastic. Damn, yeah, that's she's... a part of a bunch of fucking blockbuster she's... movies, ain't she? Yeah, she's got hit after hit after hit. That's fucking awesome. Um, if you have been sleeping, I don't know where you've been. This movie has absolutely destroyed. Like it made a billion yes. dollars at the box office. Billy, yeah, billy. it's cruising. Yeah. I think it's cruising to two. It's pretty close to two at this point. Yeah. It's absolutely cleaned up. Um, and so overall, this movie is doing quite well. Gentlemen, what did you all think about Greta Gerwig's Barbie? I want to start with Brian because Brian saw this movie when it came out. And we Brian's been sitting it. on this shit for weeks. <laughs> He's been months. <laughs> and has, He's been, and been has, month for months. Has been, as, and has been betrayed at several turns. <laughs> By the other half of films in black and white by saying, oh, yeah, man, we'll fucking get to it. We (laughs) didn't get to it. That's a fact. So I want to hear from Brian Roush. Man. First reactions, and then I want to get your second rewatch reactions. So I... when I when I first saw this movie, it it was it was clearly an experience, by the way, like I was there in the theater with like everybody was wearing pink. I was not wearing pink and I was like, I should have I should have wore pink so that I'm, I'm wearing pink right now for recording. Um, But honestly, I was expecting a lot from this movie based on what I had heard. And then it it definitely blew my expectations away, because a lot of times when we critique films like in this podcast, we look at the social justice issues or we look at some of the deeper core issues that a movie might try to take on. And we're like, they clearly shied away from it or they pinned it all on this one character and didn't really discuss it. And Barbie basically feels like somebody heard that and then made an entire movie about that criticism. Because um, one of the things, and I was talking to Marcus about this before we started the podcast, but there's a moment in the movie where uh, the Margot Ra- Robbie Barbie. We're gonna do spoilers. I feel like everybody's seen this movie, but just in case, we're doing spoilers. Oh, big yeah, ass spoilers. For, yeah, yeah. And uh, Margot Robbie gets to uh, Ariana Greenblatt, who is playing the daughter of America Ferrera. She's like, "I'm Barbie. I'm here. I'm here to fix everything." And she's like, "I hate you. You're a fascist. I don't want anything to do with you. Get out of here." And that was that was when I knew this movie was gonna be just spectacular. Like a movie that not only celebrated the idea 
that Barbie as a woman, a woman can be anything, but also critiquing it and saying like, well, hang on a second. Like, is it all great? Like, what exactly is this? And I feel like that conversation and that push and pull, which drives the second half of the movie, like mm -hmm. that is extremely my jam. So, yeah. I, I mean, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, like yeah, right fucking, off the bat. You fucking nailed it. Sorry, Brian. Doug changed Pretty both good. our names to Betrayer 1 and Betrayer number 2. <laughs> Betray our squad. This, this, yeah, this we uh, yeah we got some atonement to do. That's true. Um, it's okay. Did it I, still? Did the points, Brian? Sorry, Marcus. Did the no, points no. still land? Like mm -hmm. having seen it once, did you go back and watch it this weekend, or were you going off of memory yeah. from a few weeks ago? No, I watched it on and off uh, this mm -hmm. weekend. I wasn't able to watch it all in like one Neither sitting. Um, but no, I I went back to it and it still held up because there's still some yeah. like surreal comedy bits that happen in the background oh, yeah. or like some blink and you miss it moments that that i i completely missed on my first watch okay. um cool so i i mean this is just i i also i think the other reason that this movie connects with me is that i got into like surreal comedy like three four years ago three three-ish years ago and like this movie is a surreal comedy like it's a it's wild to see a surrealist comedic take on feminism and patriarchy as a yeah. mainstream blockbuster movie that is just wild to me mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i would agree marcus thoughts on the movie after having watched it this weekend okay i was telling brian a little bit about this when you had exited to fix the computer um, oh yeah here's 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 my reaction first here first realization I let's do it i can definitely understand <laughs> i can definitely understand how fickle Snowflake men were insulted by this movie. Uh huh. Okay. 100%. Because at a point, I started feeling offended and I started doing that shit. If I'm just being 100% honest with y'all, yeah, right? give us the truth. I man. started doing that shit where I was like, well, that's not all, man. But that was not the fucking <laughs> the, like, purpose of the movie. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And, yeah. and I was like, oh, that's not all, man. Yeah, and then I was the like, same. oh, this is the problem. Like yep. I literally was like, Oh, I get it. Okay. Yep. Nope. I, yep. yep. I got to yep. remind myself that this is the problem. Yep. Yep. So that was one. That was my first reaction. Right. And I was like, Oh fuck. Like, man, this is, so then I watched this movie. Like, of course I had just talked about, you know, me taking Adderall. So I was already on my Adderall and doing some work before the week started to kind of get a jump start. When I tell you this movie was so meta and real, in the mm -hmm. in the the topics that they were addressing for me as somebody who cares about all of these things that are being talked about who actually tries to at least be a halfway decent human being open-minded yeah. to like everything and like different perspectives and stuff I, it was a movie where i had to check myself but i almost yeah. literally i felt like i was gonna throw up the entire time because of how real it was it was like oh yeah. this is like a real 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 thing so much so when Ken was like, well, I can't establish a patriarchy here because it already exists here. Mm -hmm. I got to take it back to a place where it doesn't exist at all. And I was like, yeah. oh, they gave up on this place that's already well established. And then that man in the in the hallway was like, no, 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 we still live up to the patriarchy. We just hide it a lot better. Yeah. And I was like, that's sick as fuck. And it's true. Yeah. yeah. And it's true. Yeah. yeah. That was just the hard part for me was like, yep, that's right. Like everybody's mm -hmm. not like that. And this isn't like to men speaking as a man, as a cisgendered heterosexual oh. male, right? This ain't about the ones that don't do it. Right. And if you spend this whole the, movie trying to defend the shit, it's not about the Allens. It's not about, yeah, it's, it's, it's about 
it, there's a deeper meaning here and it's not for you to get defensive over what the fuck you aren't doing. It's about the rest of the shit. Like, look at how it really right. is and how hard the shit is. I right. had to get over that hump. Well, and I think to your point, Marcus, I think the other side of it is it's, it's not it, it's not about the individual behavior. Like, we can't point mm-hmm. as individual behavior being problematic. We have to point to the system in place or that has been established to mm-hmm. allow the behavior to continue. So I think for me, when I when the alarm bells started going off is when they said like, oh, yeah, and we're going to change the Barbie land constitution. So none of this can no, They can't do anything. Yeah. I went, oh, fuck, we yeah. do that now. Like, yeah. it, yep. it, like, oh, that's yeah. the moment for me, because that's that I think without that, I think you're right. I think this is. This is individual behavior. Mm-hmm. Like this is an individual behavior thing, but where it all became like readily apparent as far as what was going on is it, it this was no and we're going to set we're we're establishing a system mm-hmm. and now we're going to perpetuate a system and code codize, that's right. Codify, that's it. Codify, codify yeah. a system that yeah. allows it to continue. Yeah. Cuz then I went cuz then it makes you kind of reflect back. So like when Ken has that line of like, "Oh, you already do it here." It's been yeah. codified here. It's a, like yeah, it's yeah. it's yeah. it's been allowed yeah. and ingrained into societal and political structures so that it's allowed it's permissible and allowed to continue. Yeah. So like it's that's the thing for me. I have to eat my hat a little bit because I prejudged the fuck out of this movie. Like when the trailers <laughs> and stuff came out, y'all know how I am. Yeah. Okay. No, we understandable. All, we we all know who I am. I'm gonna be me. I'm gonna I'm gonna borrow a be phrase you, from brother. Marcus. I'm gonna keep it a book. Here's keep the book. I <laughs> sometimes kick back on pop culture things just to be ironic. Like I push back on like pop culture things just to be difficult. And I may have said, "Fuck Barbie, I don't want to be see it because it looks too sugary and pop culturey for me." And musically. And and you know oh, that's what? right. Yeah. The musical pieces yeah. didn't bother me. They were uh, bad. They were not bad. Yes, 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 yes. We we all know the episode. Like we all know, <laughs> we all know the episode where I said, "Fuck that hey. movie. I'm not going to see it." Yeah. And I really wish. Hilarious. I'm really very thankful that we did because it is the storytelling in it and the way that it uses a children's toy. Yeah. To illustrate complex societal structural issues right was done masterfully Mm -hmm. like it was done and it was written very very well and i will say i thought the stuff having watched harper play with barbies at home the stuff about the toys like where she pours a drink and then drinks nothing oh my gosh when she opens up the fridge in the dream house yep and it's a plastic sticker i went i remember installing that sticker (laughs) <laughs> I remember putting that sticker on that dream house. So I, I, I really actually genuinely like appreciate, I thought it was very well done. So that's where I'm at. I thought it was one of the other, the other points that I really <laughs> liked the undertone of for me that I picked up on was the ego of, of men. Um, oh, and yeah. that was one of my favorite points that they addressed twice. Run, once yeah. being Ken made the decision to bring the patriarchy of men's and horses and shit because <laughs> of his ego and how his feelings were hurt with Barbie not um, reciprocating the feelings yeah. that he has. Right. Um, she said every night. Now I did empathize and sympathize with him a bit when he had that moment when Barbie came back and was like, Kim, you can't do this. And he was like, it's boys night every night. 
and right. just not being acknowledged. Like if I have to pick things of it that I kind of related to was like, yeah, I definitely understand the feeling of not being acknowledged or reciprocated. And no, you don't go bring a patriarchy to fucking to fucking Barbie world. No, <laughs> yeah, right. But I definitely understand the feeling of like, no, 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 I don't feel seen. I don't feel valued. And the only way I feel like I need to do it now, that does not justify the please understand. I'm not justifying no, patriarchy no. at all. But I just I did sympathize with him of like he just wanted to be seen and was trying to figure out who the fuck he was. And the only way he knew how to do that was by demanding some type of respect. Then the second ego um, acknowledgement that they did was when they were, the women were getting back. The Barbies were getting back and oh, trying yeah. to get back at the men when they were singing at the campfire and they all started <laughs> switching to different kins. And yep. they, you know, they say, well, we're going to pit them against each other. Well, then the ego of man started a Barbie war. And I just yeah. like the way that they kind of address that. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, yeah. That, and, yeah. And Go ahead, Brad. Just skipping to the end piece of it a little bit too. Like there's this entire undercurrent of like, what does Ken do? Like Ken, yeah. Ken does beach, which is one of my favorite recurring jokes of the entire movie. What's your yeah. job? Beach. Like, beach? Oh, you want to be not, a lifeguard? Not out there. Not out no. there. Yeah. Just no, no, no. right. My feet we'll, we'll beach off right, right now. I'll, I'm going to oh beat you God. off right beach, now. Beach the, off was fucking hysterical. Was beach off is, is it is one I'll of the dumbest right That's jokes in that hysterical. movie. It is far from smart. I laugh at it. Every time, because yeah. I am a child. But um, I, I think one of the masterful things this movie does is that it really just, like, confronts, like, Ken. And, like, I feel like, as a dude, we've all... I feel like everybody has a friend who doesn't really know who they are unless they have, like, a girlfriend or a significant other. In my case, it was knowing men who, like, just, they changed completely when they had a girlfriend. And when they didn't have a girlfriend, the whole thing was getting a girlfriend. And, like, I feel like what this movie did so well was it was like, yeah, it's Ken. Ken goes with Barbie, and they kind of pushed that for about three quarters of the movie, even, even when Ken brings patriarchy to Barbie land, like it's still Ken and Barbie, Ken and Barbie. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it, Matt, it, like it did this really good thing of like Barbie being like, you got like, like, yeah, I, I shouldn't have done girls night every night. I understand you wanted something more and I didn't address that. However, you need to figure out who you are. And I yeah. felt like that was such a powerful message for, for men and for boys watching this movie, because I, I think it's so important that men understand, like you can't, you can't really be in a relationship unless you have yourself sorted out and you can't just keep chasing this dream of like, everything's going to be fine. If you have a partner, if you're not square with yourself and like, yeah. I didn't understand that well until my twenties, like well That's until my early twenties. And like, if I would have seen this movie as a kid, that would have pushed back on a lot of other things that I was seeing at the time and at least given it a face, a message and like a catchphrase, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I thought that was just really important to put in this movie. Well, I think, I think mm. what it, I think, I think the interesting thing is, is I think that I'm going to, I'm going to talk about societal expectations just for a second. Okay. And I'm, I'm going to talk about like, there's a lot of societal expectation on young men and let's be real they speak to cis straight white yeah, sure yeah. cis straight white men predominantly but there is a lot of like pressure on men to couple up 
Like, mm-hmm. and there is a narrative amongst adolescent boys, which we know to be from 18 to age 24, that they oftentimes are told it's, it's, it's the competitive style of it. We yeah. talk about romantic intercourse. We use the phrase score to describe yes. like, like mm-hmm. romantic encounters. Mm-hmm. And so it's I think game. with this movie, it's a game. It's a game. It's, yeah. it's how do you win the game? And there's a hunt. No clear, it's a hunt and a game as a man. A, yeah. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And there's that expectation mm-hmm. and being a 36 year old married man, like looking back on it, fell into the trap of that game a hundred percent myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think what's fascinating about like what this movie did is it said like what, that game is failing to acknowledge is that women are therefore treated like objects and don't have agency in the pursuit of that particular game. And so then it says like, it sort of says like it points at the game and goes, how stupid is this? Yeah. It's sort of how stupid is it that you have literally no other identity in Mm -hmm. this, uh, in, in this age of your life than that moment. Like and it kind of makes it a little bit of a farce, which I think Brian plays to the comedy part of it that you're sort of bringing. Yeah, up. like it's well done. Like it's very well done. But I agree with you, Brian. It's like it's it's hard. They did this movie did a good job of highlighting that moment of like, and I think it's illustrated with the other movie that did it well at the same time. To borrow a a a, 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 a comment from uh, Shannon Cole, who runs Vermillion Theaters. Sure, Bowser from Super Mario Brothers is the exact same way. You reject me. I'm going to destroy mm-hmm. your world. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Ken. Great point. You make this a, you're not going to see mm-hmm. this as a relationship. Great. This is a world where men rule everything and they have what they want. I want you. Let me create that world where we are and I'll get what I want. And I think that that's the payoff is that's not how this works. Well, like mm-hmm. in, in any way. And the funny part is, is like when they get to the real world too, when they finally, when they go through their magic, whatever, magic and Margot, Ro- like Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling are walking in their, 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 their escape attire. Yeah. And uh, like, she's like, we're getting comments and like stares. And he's like, oh, mine aren't, mine don't have any violent undertones at all. And she's yeah. like, mine definitely have violent Mine undertones. are mostly violence. <laughs> and like, yeah, that's what it was. And like, I just thought that's such a beautiful way to demonstrate like how it immediately Bar- Barbie was threatened in our world mm-hmm. as yeah, just because she existed as a woman immediately threatened. Mm-hmm. And how how Ken was just kind of oblivious to it, just yeah. totally oblivious to like the threatening undertones, and that was all accomplished in like two sentences of dialogue, mm-hmm. like which is like props to Greta Gerwig, like that's incredible, well that's done. an incredible feat. Even even when they went to the police station and they were like the first time they went in oh, the yeah. leotards and they were like, oh look how she looks like what she's wearing and the blah 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 blah. Right. Then the next time they came in the cowboy clothes and, and the police officer says, it's even better when she has clothes on. Cause, and the guy was like, yeah, because now you kind of can't imagine what it would look like. And it was like, oh, it was geez. a lose-lose, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. either way. And it was like, right. yeah, no, you can just keep the clothes. Like, yeah, just go ahead and just keep the clothes. And that's just the, it's a the cat calling at the thing was she was like, we don't have genitals. We don't even have any genitals. And guy oh. was like, yeah, that's all right. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's and weird. It, I it, love it's, Ken it's, coming yeah. back and being like, I definitely have genitals. Yeah, like, yeah, that yeah. was my yeah. favorite. Yeah. Him coming back and correcting. I have all the genitals. Again, oh that, like, like ego point like mm-hmm. before. Yeah, I 
Again, Ugh. this was well done. I, Exquisite. I have a question, and I'm not trying to be contrarian. Okay. Contrary I swear. Own, I swear to God, I'm not trying to be contrarian. <laughs> this is about to be all the runtime. The runtime of this movie was an hour and fifty-one minutes, or okay. an hour and fifty-seven minutes, so almost two hours. There are times where I feel like the, I felt like the point was a little heavy-handed. Like I felt like okay. I, I I appreciate like again I just got done speaking for the better part of ten minutes about how much I liked it. <laughs> there are moments where I'm like, okay, I get it. It's a patriarchy. Like you know what I mean. Like there are moments where I'm like, oh, I get it. He's fucking terrible. Can we like I'll push move this along a little bit? I, again, I re- I realized that it might be me, but I I wanted to say like that was a natural reaction at some moments where I was like, oof. What's the question? I have none. I was oh. just saying that there were times where I felt like oh. it kind of like those those moments where they're trying to make that point where it isn't masterfully done in two sentences and they're like building up to that point. There are moments where I was like, okay, I see where you're going with this. Go ahead and make your point. Like, but that's again. Overall. I'll say I'll say this to push back. Please. Just a little bit. Cause I do feel what you were saying. Like it, it was it can feel overwhelming that if I wasn't who I was and as comfortable who I was in my skin and, you know, didn't realize what actually existed, probably would have turned it off. Right. Um, right. As a man, as a, as a, just as, as, as the one that is the target for the evaluation of the world that we, that we live in. Right. But there are layers to the patriarchy that have to be addressed and some are heavy handed layers and some are the right. passive. Got it's it. like the macroaggression sure. versus the microaggressions. And I think you have to discuss the full scope of it. So everybody gets the overall gist. The thing about this movie is it has to show you the extreme, right? It has to show you a world full of successful Barbies or women in different fields that do what the fuck they want. And then it has to show you the opposite of rubbing men's feet and being in these and being in these short little dresses of like things that they wouldn't pick because it has to show you how much that patriarchy has affected this Barbie world that was once like its own Fair perfect thing. Fair point. Fair point. And I feel like if, if there is like a weaker part to the film, it feels like everything with the Mattel board of directors. You don't, I don't, I guess I, what I would like is a, I would love to talk to Greta Gerwig about this. I would mm. love to just kind of like feel, I, I would love to get her take on what, what she was intending. Because what it, I'll, I'll tell you what it feels like and why, and this is why it slowed some parts of the movie down for me. It was like, I understand that there's a conflict here that they're trying to get Barbie back in the box, right? There's a giant metaphor analogy there. You're trying to put a woman back in a box, stop causing trouble, right? That's, that's kind of the message being yeah. said. However, how we get to that point and how it's delivered and how, she escapes i feel like could be accomplished without meeting the mattel board um and it just kind of feels very much like we're mattel and this is our movie by the way and we're trying to i don't know if they were trying to poke fun at themselves i don't know if it was a way for the audience to like if it was another surreal way for the audience to realize it's Mm -hmm. like very meta it also feels like this might have been something Mattel required because the Mattel board isn't necessarily evil in this movie, 
but they're certainly not good. They're not portrayed it's, in like a good light. You know what I'm saying? But it's not a bad yeah. light. And so if that's the part where it gets a little weird for me and it's never I, resolved I, I, either at the that, end of the that, movie, they just show up and then the movie's over. That's the part that felt to me like the, Hey, we support black lives. Cause we changed our profile <laughs> picture to a black square. Like that's, <laughs> that's all that is for me. That is that to me was like a that to me message came in loud and clear where yeah. I was like, oh, OK, I get this. It's you can't trust corporations to do the right thing because at the bot at the end yeah, of the day, that too, it's the bottom line. And they even addressed it a little bit where they said, they, like, they tried to address it and they tried to. And yeah. I feel like this is where the rewrite happened. I have okay. a feeling that Greta Gerwig wanted to be like. A corp, a board member says, but we're making money hand over fish, fist. Are we sure we want to change it? And uh, Will Ferrell says, like, oh, we have to change it because that's not Barbie. I feel right. like Greta Gerwig originally wanted to cut that line from Will Ferrell out. It, that wouldn't and just have it go me. unanswered. Hmm. Where they yeah. said, but is it really that big of a deal? We're making money hand over fist, and. Her original line, throw line was like, well, we've already committed, like not even doing the like, well, it's not who we are in our mission and our vision. Right. So like, and I think that's the other thing is it's like you got to even question, even because a company that says that they're doing things for the right reasons. Mm -hmm. Everybody needs to understand that there are yeah. corporate undertones that are motivating those right reasons. Like, well, I think it's it's also it's not just the corporate representation, right? I'm, I'm going to go super, super obvious, but I want to say it just to make sure I say it. Yeah. It's the, these are straight men making decisions off of a female uh, driven industry, making Barbie oh, decisions yeah. off. It's straight. Yeah. It's men making women decisions. It's just like the Supreme. It's like uh, not the Supreme court, but it's just like um, uh, 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 the government. Like when you make mm -hmm. decisions about um, mm -hmm. uh, uh, um, um, what women can do with their bodies and everything like that, yeah. it's a table it's filled with men. Yeah. Right. That are, that are defining what it means to be a, a woman. woman. Yeah. And that was I think you have to have that representation too. It gets a little too jokey jokey. I yes. agree with Brian there was or I forgot who said it, but there was no um ending or wrap up. Yeah. It just kind of was. It just was. And yeah. And I'm not saying that like tanks the movie. I'm not saying like oh, no, that no. was a negative thing for me. It just like from being a movie critic and like trying to put these pieces together. That was like the only piece of this puzzle that like I had a tough time putting together, but I didn't I didn't really care because I was I was probably tearing up because of America Ferreira's monologue about how yeah. women can't really do anything right. Like, right. Broke you can't mission. be too you, you can't be too conservative. You can't be too sexy. You can't like you can't speak up. You can't be quiet. Like there's just never a spot to like succeed. Yeah. And that part like. When I was in the theater, like that really got to me emotionally. I feel like there that like, she said a lot of things that a lot of women feel. And I yeah. I can only imagine what that felt as a woman seeing that on the big screen and being like, yeah, like someone finally said it to like everybody watching like arguably the biggest movie of the year, which I I mean I, I was just that was incredible to see on the big screen. I, I never thought we would yes. get something like that. It was great. I, I agree with Brian. And my question goes too. off of what Brian's point is. Do we, did, this movie went, is is cruising to a smooth to Billy. Okay. Yes. Yeah, it is. Who is the um, demographic that pushed this thing to 2 billion? Is it a generational 
age thing where this new generation is a lot more um, aware of what the fuck is going on and they support the message in the movie? Is it a women of all representation of all types like that understand that know what the fuck it means to be or is it like barbie fans push this thing it's a it's just another it's like super mario bros where this was a toy i used to play with it's the nostalgia train that wins again what is it that pushed this movie to where because there are other movies with this message right what about um yeah don't worry darling right don't worry darling kind of had the same message right in a much darker tone in its execution. So what is the difference between that and the Barbie movie? I guess, I I guess for me, it's the accessibility piece. Like Barbie, Mm -hmm. I feel like Barbie is a toy that you know about, even if you don't play with Barbies, you know, like, you know what a Barbie is. So I do feel like there's this level of accessibility for everybody. That's like, okay, like I'm kind of familiar with that. Um, I'm kind of, I kind of know what's going on here. And then it's, I feel like for some people, it's like a, it's like a bait and switch. They think they're going to go see a movie about toys and then they end up coming out with like feminism 101. I feel like that's part of it. And then that pushes the other part of people to go see it. Um, like the word of mouth of not of like being like, no, this isn't just a movie about toys. Like they're talking about stuff. I feel they're talking about like social justice issues and it's a good surreal comedy. Like, so I think it's twofold ish to me. Are there that many people? If I was to tell you there now, this is significantly different. I do recognize that. If I was to tell you there's a movie about black lives matter that they told with a static yeah. shock toy or with a GI Joe. Yeah. Okay. Um, maybe let's say Ken. Okay, it was sure. a Ken movie, but they cover topics about male mental health, mental health and wellness. Okay, yeah. Would we go and would would the masses go out and watch that movie too? Because I understand the accessibility part, and I could see yeah. how that's an easy door to kind of go in and watch. You know, i.e. Disney always putting in these undertones of things. You make it right. accessible, and then you deliver it. Spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. But like. Um, I don't know. I just feel like there's something else like two billion. I understand having a <laughs> box office opening weekend, maybe three opening weekend smash, but two billion says people watched it. $25 for a goddamn rental says yes. something else. Does I'm, that make sense? Is that making sense? It like does it make sense. Like I, I, in I only have one statistic to sort of go to. And I think, I think this movie was a smash hit because it managed to capture the parlance of our times. Like it managed to, it managed to do something that it was timely. We had come off a spring and I'm looping that into a season where we saw significant issues, the significant rights that women previously had stripped. Right. Right. 61% of folks According to a Pew Research Center, 61% of folks believe that some form of abortion should be legal. And I'm only using that as an example. So we take that, we watch what happened politically, and then we insert a movie about a toy that from its inception was showing how strong and that women had the agency to do whatever they wanted Mm -hmm. and could be their own person and could make their own careers. And so if mm-hmm. we were to plot those two points on a graph, the amount of people that grew up with Barbie 
that shared that ideology or even men who had sisters who played with Barbies and yeah. were interested in it. Like we all know those folks. And then you couple that in with like sort of the other half of it. But I think what happened is so that's that's I mean, if I'm looking at it from a data re perspective, I think mm -hmm. those two data points are not to be undersold. I think they are mm -hmm. pertinent. I think they're okay. a source and the reason for why the movie did well. I think the other half of it is it's just a fucking good movie. Like, yes, I, like it's strip, a good movie. Yeah, right. Strip the right. feminism. side. Like, I don't want to take the feminism stuff and say, like, oh, that didn't have an impact. It did see my previous point. Like people saw it because they did it. But I think more often than not, what happened is what Brian said. There was no part in that trailer in how this movie was presented yeah. where it said, hey, we're going to deal with deep, complex feminist issues within this movie. People showed up, they watched it, and they said, holy shit. They mm -hmm. were able to make a world where they made Barbie land, where I remember all of those things. It tapped into yeah. nostalgia. Um, there's also this concept, and I'm reading a book called um, The Power of Moments. Um, and there's a book that says, like, we typically remember firsts more. It's the yes. reason why nostalgia is big for us. Like, we remember the first time that we did things or the first thing we bought. So I think for many folks, Barbie was the first toy that they played with. And so when they go and experience that, it brings all of those good feelings back up. So those are the three reasons why I think this movie was a, a blockbuster success. A culmination of what is going on around the country and how people's feelings about issues related to women's rights and how what how, what agency they should have in our world. I think you couple that with the fact that it's just a good movie that was well done. The storytelling was yeah. awesome. It was produced really well. And then you add in the, like the nostalgia of a of a toy that you had when you were younger, and it being the first toy that you had when you were younger. And I think suddenly you have a firestorm like that just played itself off really well. I have a question. You may okay. ask. Brian, you got a point you want to make first? Yeah, yeah you yeah, read me very yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, I think the other thing I want to add here is that I feel like this movie intentionally or unintentionally also appealed to like almost every age demographic. If you're mm -hmm. a young kid, you're playing with a Barbie. If you're 12 to 18, you're going to be there for the humor. Like the humor is going to connect with you. For us millennials, there's an entire vignette about America Ferreira being this mom working so hard for her kid that she confides in a Barbie, the Margot Robbie Barbie about like, oh my gosh, like I'm scared of death and I, I my career isn't where I want it to be. And like, I feel like a lot of folks in the millennial demographic can relate to that of like, yeah. you know what, like things aren't going well, but hey, guess what? I can talk to my Lego Optimus Prime or like, you know, put together Legos like it doesn't have to be Barbie. But like, I yeah. feel like a lot of folks can resonate with that idea of looking at those toys at this age and being like, oh, I remember when I didn't feel like this. And now mm. I have these more complex feelings. That's incredibly relatable. Yeah. Like, and I yeah. feel like that's also what drove it. This drove it because this movie makes people feel really seen. I feel like yeah. that's the other thing. Yeah. Can I make one quick point before you jump in, Marcus? Yeah, for sure. The, the other point I want to make is I recognize that it is fairly reductive of me to say that the only women's issue that exists in the world right now has to do with reproductive rights. I What I am saying is that hmm. that is the most public conversation when we talk sure. about issues related to women 
as in today's society, it always goes directly to that. When in reality, it's equal pay, it's family, it's like oh yeah, leave, access to just mm-hmm. healthcare. There's Remember, a lot. attacking planet Planned Parenthood is not just attacking abortions; it's attacking access to healthcare. So, yes. like, there are so many other things. So, I recognize that shoot. that may have come out, come off as Doug's being reductive and saying the only women's issue is abortion. I am not. I'm just saying it's the most common issue that we hear discussed as it relates to women's rights for what it's worth to be fair before i get to my point it's a podcast full of men okay if you came to this podcast and you this is the podcast full of age ranges of men and different points of life right our demographic is 18 to 36 men oh (laughs) wow okay so like you you should know you come into a podcast full of dudes i almost said another word but that's for a different circle of friends um you come into a podcast full of dudes okay and that is this is just our perspective. It's just one perspective that we always offer. And as much as we are all, I would safe to say, try to be our best ally to women and our we're raised by powerful women and mm-hmm. are married to powerful women and et cetera, et cetera. You know, this is only our perspective. So just keep that in mind. So you're talking shit and we we miss something <laughs> that ain't it ain't on purpose. Well, we can't cover the whole patriarchy in, in an episode. I also did have people in my circle who also were women that, and they were like, we want to hear you talk about this. Mm-hmm. Like I, I want to hear you talk about this. So I, I also know this was from our listeners too. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, yeah, we're, we're trying to cover this the best way we can. Yeah, the best um, way we but can. what were you, what were you wanting to add Marcus or what, what was your question? I have, a, I have two, it's kind of two questions, but it revolves around the same thing. Can this movie, Two questions. One, can this movie, Doug mentioned, like, if you strip the feminism, the feminist, like, messaging away from this movie, it's still a good movie. Can Is this movie still what it is without that messaging? Can this exist without that? Or is this movie just that? Not just that, like, just, but is it, it is this movie. There is no separation of the two. You know what I mean? Can you have this movie that is so well done without that messaging connected to it? I, I, I mean... Sub- I Go suppose ahead, if you're distracted by the music, if you're distracted by like if you are mm, distracted makes me make you sound like a simpleton. If you're someone who really had a hard time with the bright colors and the music and some of the jokes, I could see how some of these pieces for at least the first two thirds got missed. OK, no, 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 no. I'm not talking about what's missed. No, no, no talking, hold on. Oh, okay. You're asking, okay, is it a still a good? Is it still a good movie if that stuff strips? No, out? no. I'm asking, is this movie what it is without the feminist messaging? Because can you have, can you do this entire movie and every it is what it is? Not whether it's a good movie or a bad movie, but is this movie Greta Gerwig's movie without that messaging? Like, no. because to me, I feel like you cannot have one without the other. No, you can't. I know to, to, to finish the point I was making. Uh-huh. It's still Sorry, a good movie. If you miss the first two, like uh-huh. if you miss it, you can still enjoy it and think that this is a great ride. And the feminist stuff just flew over your head. Mm-hmm. I could see how you could enjoy it and miss that. I could see it. Oh, but I'm it. saying is, is that this movie's identity is wrapped up in that story. Okay. Like that's, Sorry. You it. cannot separate that out. So I would say to answer your second question, absolutely not. Well, like this is, she wrote that with this as being a part of the intention. So it's, it's really hard to sever them. Mm-hmm. 
I also feel like this is a good point for me to add that, like, there's a lot of people that, like, inevitably, right? Hollywood, to me, has always learned the wrong lessons from success. Yes. And I feel like, I really hope it's different this time, but I don't have a lot of confidence. But, like, you know, we have people like, hey, this, does this mean, like, we're going to get, like, other brands or, like, they're, they're going to start developing stuff for Play-Doh. And I feel like immediately no. I want to like hit my head against a wall because it's like the reason Barbie was special mm-hmm. was because it used like the toy as a vehicle to talk about this stuff that is super important and affects it affects like I would say a lot of women, which is mm-hmm. one of the reason it resonates. So it's the idea that it was a movie from a woman, a woman's, perspective and also margot robbie who championed this movie yeah like she has learned so much she's she is phenomenal yeah she's fantastic and so it's like when people are like don't worry like we're gonna get um play-doh or like twister and it's like that's not unless twister's about like our socioeconomic status and how it feels like it doesn't matter what you do but you spin the wheel anyway because you feel like like Monopoly. You, like you have to do something. Oh, that sounds like a horror movie. You know, like, th- like unless you're taking on those themes, it's not, you're not going to replicate the success. That's true. Right. And that like, same thing right. for like, I, I oh, terrible examples, but like Transformers or GI Joe, right? Like those are successful, but they're different. They don't, they don't address anything. They Fast, are and, action, Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious. They are action vehicles and they, they family, those guys. totally, I know it's family and those have My their bit. place. But like, you're not going to have Barbie success unless you have somebody from a different point of view expressing their truth, mm-hmm. being authentic and connecting with mm-hmm. audiences. And if you're going to do that with Lightbright, go for it. Like, absolutely Yo. go for it. If you think you can do that with the DNA, but like it's the, the solution is not to make more movies about Mattel products. It's about telling stories from people who we haven't heard from with unique perspectives, putting their spin on it. You know? Well, we know okay. that Brian killed that, but Brian know that that's coming on the way. All, I also love Brian just running down a list of fucking like yeah. Mattel related products, which I, which is like a one shout out to you, Brian, but oh, he, shucks. that shit's and, and, happening. And I want to do this. Brian, uh, Roman posted a question in the chat. I think this is a very timely question. Yeah. Fuck. Roman asks, are there other popular toys that you think could be developed into a similar style movie? I want I with the messaging. Add, uh, a similar style to me means with okay. some type of deeper message to I mean, it. Okay. Here's, go ahead. Here's the mo- toy? here's the problem. I don't think you could do any other version of it without it being somehow taking a right turn and just becoming a fucking horror show because. <laughs> Let's say you're trying to do a movie about hyper-masculinity. Sure. What does that look like? Your G.I. Joe comes to life and, like, you wake up and a life-size G.I. Joe is pointing a gun at you and saying, you're not a man (laughs) if you don't fight other people. Like, that's fucking horrifying. Like, there's no way that's a terrifying image. No, what I'm hearing is that Jordan Peele needs to direct a G.I. Joe movie about hypermasculinity. That's that's what I feel like. That's what needs to happen. But I, I mean, mean, like, yeah, I just, you know, I, I'm also looking at the portfolio here. Marcus brought up an image here. I'm seeing Hot Wheels. 
Um, yeah. I, I I think that I don't know how you put the Barbie treatment on that. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know unless you go like anti Fast and Furious, and it's like we're always competing against each other. We don't realize that we need to do it together. I I don't know. Like I I want to play. It would take someone very talented to Greta Gerwig talented to put in a socially conscious message into some into one of these properties to me. I want to play a game. Okay. Okay. I want you all to both point at two characters in this thing that I just pulled up and I'm going to make up what the plot is for right here on the spot. I'm going to tell you what the movie could be about with, with the Barbie treatment with it. What? Yeah. With the Barbie treatment for sure. I'm going to challenge myself to do this as a, as a writer. (laughs) So who wants to start? Okay. There's a million characters up here. I mean, that I'm gonna, I'm gonna, let's, I mean, oh gosh, I, I'm trying to figure out how hard to go here. I'm gonna go Bob the Builder. I love that's easy. What you're gonna have with Bob the Builder is you're going to have um somebody who is Hispanic or Latinx. Um, they are going to be a hardworking man who is just trying to do the best for his family. Okay. But he's realizing that the other major construction companies in the world are just outdoing him in the neighborhood that he lives in and they are taking over and there are no more family owned businesses. So he has to figure out how to make ends meet and how to become an independent family owned entrepreneur as Bob the builder. Okay. So he is just a man trying to make ends meet with his family and find out how the socioeconomic status um, affects him in his efforts. Okay. I mean, Godspeed, man. That sounds I, that's, fucking that, horrible. I don't mean, watch <laughs> that at all. That's a challenge. All right. Well, that's a it. challenge, man. I mean, I tried my best. Well, you could it. make you could make a Thomas the Tank Engine movie about how the coal industry is slowly killing the planet, but there that go, seems like a stretch. I mean. I do feel like Thomas the Tank Engine, you could have this because Thomas the Tank Engine is has always revolved around like, I'm a useful engine or like, I'm a, I'm a good engine, engine. Mm-hmm. or like, oh, no, I'm not working. I'm a bad engine. Shame on me. And I feel like you could tell something expectations, basically not only expectations, but like how your worth is not related to like how much work oh, you do, geez. like it's a, it's and a, it, talking it's a, about just like essentially just talking about like thomas you can just sit on the tracks and like exist and you have the same value as henry over there who likes to pull stage coaches and in reality you're all doing this for sir topham hat he's the one getting all the money anyway so what you're telling me is that this is a communist bourgeoisie versus the proletariat version of thomas the tank engine i mean all i'm saying is like if they have collective bargaining as as the train engines they withhold their most valuable aspect and they have enough time to be themselves. That's good, Because who are they without work? Unionize. Unionize Nothing. the trains. Unionize uh, the trains. Hey, Marcus, you have a challenge in the chat. Roman What's wants that? to see you do it with the Fisher-Price corn popper toy. <laughs> what is that? The I don't corn popper toy? If you look right above Thomas the Tank Engine, what there's a little the push toy. Popper? Oh, there's a little push toy God. with the balls that pop. Go on, man. What happens when a toy no longer works? Huh? What happens when you feel like the item that you purchase no longer serves your purpose? When you are, it, you outgrow it, it is defective and it is then thrown to the side. We want to follow the journey of a toy 
fighting its way back to the good graces, fighting its way back to prove I am somebody even when somebody counts me out. Everybody say it with me. I am somebody. So what you're telling me is that the Corn Popper movie is a movie that's addressing ageism in our culture and how things outgrow their youth. There you go. You nailed it. The point I was going to make about Uno is that Martin Scorsese could make a Uno movie where someone is fighting the system with a little card called switch like mm. or reverse. reverse yeah that mm. you're not actually in control it's all about how the game is played we just did that y'all shut I, the fuck uh, up telling me we ain't the best podcast in the world Eat fucking, my ass. fucking pay us like that is the <laughs> fucking it. pay me Eat it. and i like honestly like i really hope somebody picks that up or like picks that idea up because we don't need an uno movie <laughs> it sounds like the toy story <laughs> well, three plot of what well, no, kind of well sit, no there is there was a list of movies that mattel is going to make that i think came there's out a hot right wheels movie that's coming there's a hot wheels that's and really, an uno movie i think that's coming I, oh fuck me really right uh, and like you can't just make a movie of a toy and be like day. why isn't it barbie like no it has to actually authentically connect with the audience and i feel like that part is what is going to be missed eventually i agree because barbie just margot robbie brings such like an emotional core to a toy and then you see her cry at the end yeah. of the movie. She like heavy. seizes up and she's like, I'm stereotypical Barbie. I'm nothing. Mm-hmm. And like it hit, like after seeing her be so perky, she's telling people they look beautiful at mm-hmm. the bus stop. She is she is doing everything. And then she just shuts down. And it is it, that that is some sad shit. I got to mm-hmm. tell you, that was sad. Was and sad. she I also enjoyed that. Helen Mirren was like, if you're trying to make the point that like, you know, stereotypical barbie isn't looking pretty in this moment you, you chose margot robbie which was that's never gonna yeah, happen no, no mm-hmm. to the studio don't do margot robbie if <laughs> it this was is so what you're trying to make in right. this review i was trying to refrain from complimenting margot robbie because i feel like it goes against the purpose of this movie but yeah. i mean i mean she's very beautiful and executed the role perfectly she i feel like her talent alone Margot yeah. Robbie, I feel like is 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 a top tier yeah. comedy talent, yeah. and I feel like people aren't talking about that enough. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we saw it as like comic book movie fans. We saw that happen in Harley Quinn. Yeah, that's like a we've known movie. we we've known she has the comedy chops yeah, for a, a while. And I get, I just I cannot wait to see what else Margot Robbie does. She's turning into she is turning into an actress that I will see whatever she's in instantly. Like yeah. what I, the only thing I haven't seen of hers recently, I think is like Babel or something. Um, I can't remember what the title of the movie was. It had Brad, Brad Pitt in it too, but I essentially right. I think it was Babel. Yeah. Like, but it's, it's, <clears throat> she's turning into one of those it stars of like, Oh, Margot Robbie's in it. Sure. Whatever. Like she's Sold. great. Like yeah. I don't have to be convinced because she's a very good talent. Oh, yeah. I have a, I'm going to ask y'all something after the pod is over. Cause I don't want to say it on this pod, but yeah. I have a question. Y'all just have to remind me to ask the question because, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. All right. All right. We'll All right. Do, I think do, the uh, movie was great. You know what yeah. I mean? I think that yeah. I, I think I'm glad I was able to watch it at home. <laughs> I don't know who I would have if me and Doug would have went to go see this movie. I don't know what our I don't know what it would have been. I'm glad I was able to process this by myself, though. I love Doug. Love going to the movies with him. Um, wow. But I'm, I, I did <laughs> need weird. to like 
process this by myself because it was a yeah. lot. And it was like, you yeah. know, you watch a scary movie before bed and then you feel like you need to watch some cartoons before you yes. go. Like I had to watch something a little bit lighter for me because mm-hmm. this was it was heavy. You know what I mean? It's a and lot. I would love to see. Um, not that I I don't think this needs a sequel. I'm gonna just say that right now. I hope they don't do a sequel. There's nothing else. There's no. Know. They and said what they needed to say. Spin off. Like I don't need any of that. Right. No. What I would like to see is this is just me being who I am. I want to get into the intersectionality of women. Right. Like yeah. if you gave me like a short with Issa Rae as Barbie president as Black Barbie. Oh yeah. I would love to see like that reality of her going into the real world and kind of seeing what that would have been like for her and how like that would have been completely different. Yeah. That's just in my head of, I was like, Oh, that would be dope, but don't actually make that shit. Cause I don't think don't. that we need it. Cause mm-hmm. I, I don't back to our previous conversation. If you, if Mattel goes that route, trying to duplicate this oh Barbie gosh. formula, it also diminishes what Barbie did and the pot and how powerful it was when yeah, you try to make everything sure. feel like that because it was successful, which Hollywood always does. I just think they nailed this movie. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Yeah, I have no other things to say. You, that's well said. I don't think that there's really anything else we need to. They nailed it. We don't need more of it. Like it was <laughs> perfect, is the way it was. I think. I, I think for me, like one of my final thoughts on this movie is there's so many jokes that we didn't even talk about on the podcast, but I loved all of them. And mm-hmm. I think the other thing that this movie does so well is that Barbie gives us a chance to like, like just like what toys do, it gives us a chance to put our reality somewhere else and mm-hmm. we can live through it vicariously and then give it this really genuine feeling like depression, Barbie, that entire ad thing in there. I was laughing out loud in a theater and I haven't done that in a while. And I feel like what it does is it it accomplishes so many narratives at once. And for a movie that is primarily about women, it says so much about men and how even, even if you do everything right as a, as a stereotypical man, kind of like what Ken does, even if you cozy up to patriarchy, these oppressive systems, it, it doesn't, fill that void it doesn't change anything it, it nope, makes yeah. competitors of your friends of of okay. these people who actually know you the kens go to war mm-hmm. it 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 oppresses and diminishes the women in your life like all of the barbies get to be second class citizens and it doesn't again it doesn't change anything you can have a bigger house it doesn't change anything unless you understand like how we see what being a man is in society and then like essentially trying to change that and realize that the patriarchy is just as toxic for men as it is for women. And in a world of Ken's like be an Allen to get those things that you've wanted all along. And I, and I feel like this movie and that's a subplot of this movie. That's how good this movie is. I did want to talk about that. I did want to kind of see what y'all thoughts were on Alan and what you perceived him to be. I, I couldn't really, I feel like I missed it, if I'm being honest, with one watch of like that? where or who is, what, who is Alan representing? Um, oh. Al- <clears throat> Alan's supposed to be the one that breaks the mold. Yeah. Al- Alan's the one who is. Like if all of the Kens, so early on, Helen Mirren says, Ken doesn't do anything. Ken only feels some sort of value if he gets his Barbie's attention, right? Mm -hmm. Like she says that at the beginning. And then afterward, Alan is introduced and she just says, Alan is just Alan. Yep. 
Okay. So the yep. whole point here is, is that Alan is supposed to be that comment on that's just a person that's just comfortable existing mm -hmm. and doesn't need to do anything, <clears throat> but can step up in big situations to be more or you you write off Alan because on its surface he doesn't look like it's anything and then you get to a moment where you need to rely on someone like Alan and he's yeah. able to come through like in the moment mm. where he's you know fighting the construction workers so mm -hmm. like it's it's we all <laughs> overlook the Allens of the world as not being special but maybe that's not the point maybe we should mm -hmm. stop undercutting the Allens <clears throat> okay oh okay thanks yeah that, that I mean that was my read too Mm -hmm. I mean, when the revolution comes, Alan's Alan's down for the cause. So, I mean, yeah. he's he yeah. understands what's wrong because, again, he and I think it's well illustrated. And I think this is the part that like it, the reason why it lands and as it does well is that he's a good he's a good ally and advocate because mm -hmm. he right. recognizes that when the system goes down or the system changes to no longer benefit Barbie, he is just as likely to suffer in a situation yeah. like that where he's yeah. not a part of the majority, which mm -hmm. is why he's trying to get out of Barbie land. Cause he goes like, it's going to be terrible for me. I'm not a Ken. Like <laughs> yeah. I'm just an Allen. Yeah. Like this yeah. isn't going to go well. So take mm -hmm. me with you. That is the comment of like, Again, he's running away, so he's not standing and fighting with the cause, but he's illustrating the point of, like, when the system changes to benefit the majority, it's not just the one minority that suffers. Mm -mm. Eventually. Like, it's everybody. Like, mm -hmm. systems yes. are designed to capture everything that they're not designed for. So, like, that's the point that I feel like it's good trying point. to yep. make. That's good. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Outstanding. Outstanding. Guys movie reviews let's do more of them huh on the movie it was podcast. a genuine this review was, this what was a, genuine a fucking review. genuine review i will also like to say hey corporate fat cats marcus and i didn't pay 25 dollars together we Eat split it, the, we split that shit bitch so uh, it, i don't home. even give a shit come at me amazon i don't give a shit uh, you think i'm paying 23 dollars for a damn rental and 25 dollars to fucking keep it Absurd. Bezos, go moisturize your ball. What head. the hell, bro? It, that shit's it, expensive it, as hell. Go, go touch your Lord of the Rings table or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah shower right. and touch yourself, Bob Iger, Jay Bezos. <laughs> Bob Iger just catching strays in yeah, this cup. He, he's just he's getting all the smoke for that. <laughs> I'll never work um, for Disney, and that's no, all right. That's right. <laughs> uh gentlemen, anything else that you would like to plug or anything else you want to talk about as it relates to Barbie? Anything else for the pod before we start to move in and take this thing home? Don't I'm, forget, I'm happy to... we won't be here. That's yeah, accurate. Good, good we will reminder. Not. Don't come yeah, here next week. We we're we're taking here. a break. All of us. Some some people are going to Hawaii for their break, but you know, Mark and I. Days, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm just gonna be kicking it Monday night. But yeah, we're taking a break. We're, we're gonna rest and recharge, and you should do that too if you need to hear that. Yes, you absolutely should. Just like Thomas the Tank Engine's worth isn't tied yeah. to how much he accomplishes, neither yeah. is yours. So yeah. take a break. We all yeah, heard it at this point. Take a so, break. I'm so mad right. how I started that idea and then had the worst one out of everybody. So, yours were great. 
No, Sam. yours were good. You had great Sam. ideas. I like the real. I really like y'all's though. Y'all's was really good. You're nice. Guys, this was great. Um, this is great. I'm ready to roll into promos. Let's Hit roll it. into promos, everybody. Brian, what do you have to plug this week? Hey, folks. My wife Maggie talked with me a lot about this movie and helped me realize some of the things in this movie. So, if you like that, go support her at Color Me Confetti on Etsy. All one word when you search it on the Etsy site. It is party decorations. It is party favors. Anything that you might need to decorate for a party, you can go check that out. You can buy them individually. There's no big packages here. You just need a banner to hang up. Pay $3. Print it out. You're done. Color me confetti. All one word on Etsy. Absolutely. Thank you, Brian. It'll also be in the podcast description Thank if you. you're looking for it. Uh, Marcus. Don't forget to follow the mantra, never offended, always humble, or Noah for short. Um, always make sure you follow the mantra. And don't forget, guided feet don't fail. Um, go to the mantra, uh, go to my, uh, follow the mantra dash my uh, spread shop. Go buy yourself something nice. Go buy yourself some merch. Go buy yourself some gear. Um, uh, another Monday playlist is out right now. Another Monday playlist number three is currently out right now, available everywhere. Um, we will figure out. After four, if I, Brian brought up a good point about keeping the same link and then just changing the songs in it, I was trying to treat it like an album. So we'll see what works best. Whatever y'all think, we'll see. listen, listen to each playlist. Um, uh, playlist one through four will be added to a combined um, compiled playlist. Oh. Um, so you'll just have essentially four hours oh. worth of music collectively. Um, wow. And we'll do it again every one through four. So oh, um, yeah. that's what that is. But follow the mantra, never offended, always humble. New music on the way. Make sure you go listen to some soul tie. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Absolutely. Uh, I want to plug this podcast. Look, we are doing something over the course of the next two weeks where we are dropping like private episodes just for our Patty family. So if you don't want to miss out on films in black and white and you're like, man, I'm really bummed they're taking two weeks off, sign up for the Patty family. Go to patreon.com slash films in black and white. And you've got you'll never miss a moment because for the two weeks that we're off, it will be like we're not gone because we're going to post those episodes there and exclusively there. So be sure to head over there, sign up for a tier and 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 help support independent independent podcasts. And we're talking we're talking J. Cole in one of those yeah. episodes. Yeah. So we're talking and t- Post Malone and the other one. Post Malone. Malone. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you get a you... Taylor Swift, Post Malone, and a J. Cole review in, yeah. the, in the bonuses. Yeah, yes. Sure. So if you were into the music stuff we were doing, there there's more of it coming for you. Absolutely. And if you're saying, like, look, Doug, times are tight, can't afford to sign up for the pay at Patty family, that's totally fine. Just tell a friend or a family member that you enjoy the show because at the end of the day, that is the best ways by word of mouth is to share us that way. So anything you can do, but give us the a most review. important thing is the support and a yeah. review also helps. So, um, but gentlemen, we have a three-step process to success. Uh, Marcus or Brian, sorry, Brian, what is the okay. first step? I don't read. <laughs> <laughs> do It's a do as we say, not as we do. It's a do as we say, not as we do. We made oh, the shit up for you to follow, not oh for us. God. We don't got to do oh shit. Oh, I, this is the first time I've been off my base. Cause okay. <laughs> step one, folks, read a book. We talked about some heavy stuff here. We talked about women's rights. We talked about the patriarchy. If you're like, wow, I know what those words are, but I don't really know what they mean unless I Wikipedia them. This is a great time to find a book about those things. Patriarchy, women's rights, and it doesn't have to be long. That's my other thing. doesn't have to be a long book. Just get a short book. Just do something. Educate yourself. Read a book. 
almost Ab- said something super wild. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you after Marcus, the plot. Okay. Uh, Marcus, what's yeah. our second step? Make sure you drink some water. Go ahead, treat yourself to the nice stuff. Listen, walked outside. There was a cool breeze. Just because you feel the cool breeze does not mm. mean we are out of Dodge yet. Okay, so please make sure you drink water. Uh, make sure that you are staying hydrated. Treat yourself to the good stuff, or drink some fountain water. Whatever it is you want to feel young again, go drink it from the uh, from the spigot. Um, you'll be good to go. But just make sure you drink some water. Absolutely. And look, y'all. Wash your ass at least once. I mean, if you're really feeling yourself and you want to go down a little Bob Iger way, go ahead and do it twice (laughs) if you're feeling it. But stick to start with once. Let's start with once and no pictures of yourself. (laughs) And you will thank yourself. Because that turns into something different. There's fall in the air. There's going to be a bunch of dust kicked up from people harvesting and leaves coming down. That dust is going to settle in weird parts of your body, and you're going to clean all that shit out. Or if you're going to sit on a plane like I am for seven hours to get to a place for your vacation, fucking wash your ass ahead of time so I don't have to smell that shit for seven hours. That would be really, really... Please do that. Well, that if you about to really do the uh, electric boogaloo like Doug is when he gets to Hawaii. Like, you got to make sure you're fresh. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. <laughs> I, I, was like, I was like, what's the electric boogaloo? And then you said it, and I was like, oh, no, I don't I like how you immediately went defensive. That was incredible. Oh, yes. yeah. My knee jerk was to be defensive. Amazing. I'm not doing the electric boogaloo. I'm like doing no damn boogaloo, like and the damn sure ain't electric. I don't, like fucking da- I don't like to fucking dance. Um, but seriously, wash your ass, uh, and, and your body will think. I don't like so. to fucking dance. What's wrong with this guy? Wait for the electric movie. I don't know. That does it for this week's episode of Films of Black oh and White. Gosh. We will be back in two weeks with another fantastic Dose. episode. But yeah. in the meantime, and in the between time, stay partner. safe, stay healthy. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. We'll catch y'all next week. Holla at you.